Good morning in the Mitten State. This is the Life and Ball Podcast. We give your game life. Oh, I'm excited to do this show this morning. College football Saturday. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Michigan State takes on Northwestern. Michigan goes to Camp Randall against Wisconsin. Good luck. They haven't gave up a point yet this year. I would suspect that the Wolverines could score a point. I don't know. Will depend. It depends what offense shows up. On today's show, I'm. It's going to be an enlightening show for Spartan fans and Wolverine fans. I hope you listen. I hope you listen real good. I don't do this very often when it comes to before games, and and I also want to add this that more times than not in sports, we we change our tone week to week, and. You know, our team's great. Oh, we're just, we're looking fantastic. Oh, man, Shea Patterson looks outstanding. Look at this Spartan offense. It's really clicking on full cylinders against Western Michigan. Every week it's a little different. Our offense is terrible. We can't move the ball against Army. The ups and downs, that is the fan bases, and I'm sure it's all over the country. I guess I pay more attention to my state, but I'm sure, yes, it's all over the country. I bet even Alabama fans get a little disappointed with Nick Saban here and there. I get that part. But I just want to talk about my state today. Michigan State and Michigan. Oh, it's just so fun. And I just want to, again, enlighten. That's the word of the day enlighten you fans on something because I've been watching this for a long time and I do feel like I have some good knowledge of it and uh, I've been close to it and had a lot of friends that have attended both universities and have a lot of former basketball players that I became friends with that played at Michigan State and I and and I want to stay on that look no further if you're a Michigan or Michigan State fan of what your basketball teams have done and then you should say why don't our football teams do that consistently? And I'll tell you why. Because there's a culture that is Michigan State basketball. So I must stay on Michigan State first. There's a culture there. Tom Izzo's going to do it his way, but his way works. And then there is times when he does put a couple wrinkles in there. He's wildly prepared Anytime you play his teams in the tournament throughout the season, they're prepared to win. They're tough. They're always strong. They're disciplined. And they have a system. And there's a culture there. And that's why they win. And of course, yes, they get good players. You got to have good players. So you got to recruit really well. And Tom Izzo is recruiting out of his mind continuously getting very good players and he and he finds a way to get them in the midwest and then he'll get some southern kids you know I, I mentioned this last year where you know he'll get indiana michigan ohio kids and then he'll get a texas kid or an alabama kid like langford you know he he finds a way to get tough kids all over this country that fit into michigan state and they're all really really good too and the guy's phenomenal. You know, I've never been a huge Tom Izzo fan, but I've become more of a fan recently, especially as I've gotten older and I realize 
the sustained success, which, I mean, I always knew that Michigan State was fantastic, and they won a lot of Big Ten titles, and, you know, Tom Izzo's been to the Final Four multiple times. I knew all of that. But I wanted to see something deeper. What What is it that gets this machine continuing uh, to be rolling? And it's just the Spartan way, the family atmosphere, the toughness, the players stand behind Tom when he rips players. You know, he... They have a togetherness. The players are really good, and they have an attitude about themselves that they love to be Spartans. I mean, look look no further than Cassius Winston, who had his best year as a college player as a junior, which typically, what does that mean? NBA. That's, that's NBA written all over it. When you have a fantastic junior year, you're the player of the year, you're going. You're, you're going to go to the NBA. Big Ten player of the year, All-American, best point guard, in college basketball, you're bye-bye, gone. Good luck. Have a career at it. But this guy says, no, unfinished business. That's culture. That is culture. That is Michigan State basketball. And guess what, Spartan fans? Your football program don't have it. They just don't. It's flash-in-the-pan success mirrored by no hype, mirrored by now low expectations of coaching, mirrored by a lot of issues, a lot of negative talk by former coaches, sometimes players, and just a a production level that's really bad, especially on offense. And I got news for Spartan fans in football, the future ain't bright. This would probably be your year. They've recruited not very well. This defense will be not the same next year, losing all the players they're going to lose. The offense can't score more than seven against Arizona State, a middle-of-the-road Pac-12 team, which is a conference that is not as good as the Big Ten. And I'm not going to sit here and and try to blow smoke. That's just not what I'm going to do today. I know this is a different tune for me, but I'm not going to do it. Because when I hear things like, oh, I thought the offense looked much better than last year. Did it really? You scored less points at home against the team you lost to last year by scoring 13 points. I'm sorry, but optimism shouldn't be where we're at at this point. Mark D'Antonio looks like a tired old man. When you listen to him talk in the post-game interviews, he looks like he's aged 30 years since he's been there. He's a tired football coach. Does that mean he's done a bad job? No, I think he's done a fantastic job. He's going to be the all-time winningest coach there. So there's no reason for me to say he's a bad coach. But he's on his way out. You know, I listened to the Valeni show. Never used to be a Mike Valeni fan. I am now because, hey, he shoots it straight. Don't agree with everything he says, but he's going to call it how he sees it. And at this point, how could you be motivated as a Michigan State football fan at this point? You've made it to the college football playoff in 2015. The next year you go 3-9. and nine. That's not sustained success. That's flash in the pan. The next year, 10 and 3, shocked everybody. The following year, 7 and 6. That's flash in the pan success. 
that's up and down roller coaster life. And it's mirrored by poor coaching decisions. These are not professionals. These are college kids who need to be inspired, who are going to make mistakes, and they need good coaching. Don't worry. I'll get to Michigan soon, Spartan fans. Don't worry. Their time's coming on the football end. But this is a very important game this weekend. This game for Michigan State is as important as the Michigan-Wisconsin game. And I'll get to that in a minute. You have to beat teams like Northwestern. If you have won the Big Ten and you've made the college football playoff and you feel like, oh, we have talent, because I hear that in Spartan fans all the time, we have talent. Well, if you have talent and you're not winning, guess what's going to happen? What is it going to fall on? The coach's lap. It's just going to. Sorry. It's not fair, but it's also not fair that they make the amount of money they make. So this is the world we live in. It's competitive. College sports is a business now. you got to get it done. Right now, losing to Arizona State at home in front of a packed house, not going to get it done. And until things change, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, Michigan State, look out. No, they, they need to beat teams like Northwestern today. Who, mind you, has a pedestrian offense who will not score a lot of points on that defense. You've got to beat that team by a few scores. You've got to go into their house, score three or four touchdowns, and win comfortably. You have to do that. That builds confidence. That proves that you're for real. That proves you do have talent. That proves that you know how to play on offense. If it's the player's fault, you've got to move around then. You've got to find a new player. That's what coaches do. you got to make tough decisions. I called for Rocky Lombardi last year. I said, look, Lewerke's banged up. They keep complaining about injuries. Put in the next quarterback. That's what you do. That's not a knock on Lewerke. Hey, it's not working out. I'm sorry. we got to go a different route. I thought Brian Lewerke played very well last week. I'm not saying that he's the problem. I'm just giving examples. The head coach, the leader of the business, the leader of the organization, needs to make tough decisions. He doesn't want to get new coaches, so guess what? You don't want to get new coaches. You, I guess the players, it's not not all on the coaches, D'Antonio said. Well, then where are the players then? Is this all you have? Have you not recruited well enough? That falls on you as well, too. We've got a lot of injuries. Well, I'm going to tell you, injuries are the worst part of the game. And it does make a difference. Does it mean you should go from a 10-2 team to a 7-6 team? I disagree with that point. I think there's enough talent with backups to come in and get the job done. You've got to coach those guys up. Which I thought was the theme at Michigan State anyway. So until they start beating the Northwesterns, not losing to teams like Nebraska on the road, like last year, until I see that, I'm not going to believe in the product. Sorry, not sorry, Sparty. Now I'll get to Michigan. 
Now, Michigan's in a different league here. They're in a hype-filled festival where you go to it and you think you're going to get the best candy apples in the world, and instead you get sour apples with barely any caramel on it. That's where Michigan is. And at this point, you got to beat good teams on the road. And they haven't done it. They have not done it since Harbaugh's been there. Now, I'm going to say this about Harbaugh. I don't think Jim Harbaugh's a great college coach. I think he's consistent. I think you're going to get 8, 9, 10 wins every year. But that's not good enough in college football. You have to prepare weekly, and every game matters in college football. You have to have a plan, and you have to win big games week by week. It's tougher than in the NFL, actually. Because you really have to show up every week. If you need consistency in a coach who's going to have a good system and he's going to get you to the playoffs every year, Jim Harbaugh's an NFL coach to do that. I would argue I think he would be a great fit for the Detroit Lions, a solid, talented team who's got some pretty good pieces. I think he would possibly get them to the playoffs every year. I think he's an NFL coach. I think that's where he belongs. I think week by week, because of his stubbornness and not preparing to win a game that's important every single week, I think he falls short. Whereas I think Nick Saban, who has all the recruits, has a weaker non-conference schedule, has a good plan at Alabama, is a better college coach. Put him in the NFL, I think he loses his mind. He's not in control anymore. The NFL's a different monster. Jim Harbaugh is consistent. He was consistent at the 49ers every year. They're going to make the playoffs. They might make a run. Those, those are facts. He did that. But in college at Michigan, when the hype is ridiculous and you take all these trips and you're in the news every single day about what type of pants you wear, where the team travels, what you tweeted, the hype train ain't working for me. It's not even about losing just to your rival. It's just not beating good teams on the road. Case point, last year, they go on the road to Northwestern. That was a big win for them. Want to know why? Because they don't win tough road games. At Michigan State, a depleted roster, not a very good team. They win on the road, tears of joy, celebration like you won the Super Bowl. Why? That's the standard at Michigan now. They don't win big games on the road. When they finally won a semi-difficult game, it was a big deal. This game against Wisconsin is a must-win for Jim Harbaugh. Must-win. I don't care. You know, Ohio State, I don't even want to talk about the game. 
the game, no, 14 out of 15 years losing, I'm good on that. I don't even want to touch that subject. Not worthy to even have a discussion on Michigan beating Ohio State. Why? It doesn't happen. Why would I talk about it? Those are facts. Don't worry about Ohio State. Worry about week by week preparing your team to win tough road games at Wisconsin, at Penn State, ranked teams who are pretty solid. Get the job done. Lloyd Carr did. There, I laugh because they compared him to Lloyd Carr. Well, he's winning at the same percentage. There's not even a same... There's no comparison there. Lloyd Carr took teams on the road. They won tough games at Wisconsin, tough night games at Penn State. Even when they were down in 2005, Michigan State comes in unbeaten, ranked 11. Everyone's talking up John L. Michigan smacked him in the face. Beat a, 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 a good team on the road. Changed that whole season for Michigan State. Like, no, you guys aren't that good, really. We're going to beat you in your house. Jim Harbaugh's not at that level at Michigan. He hasn't done it yet. I can't think of one road win. Someone help me. One road win that was really meaningful. He had a shot at Ohio State. Now, well, what about the spot in this? Yeah, I get it. I get it. What about it's fourth down or third down and 11? You're not going to tackle. You let Samuel run wild. Your quarterback threw a lot of interceptions. Your offensive game plan was atrocious. You were not prepared to win that very difficult road game. Lack of preparation equals lack of championships. That's Michigan football. That's Jim Harbaugh-led teams right now. There's not one road win against a worthy opponent who is really good, ranked in the top 15, that Harbaugh's had. It, it hasn't happened. It hasn't. You can't argue with me on this. Think of the tough road games they've lost at Iowa when they were unbeaten in 16. At Ohio State, every time. At Penn State, in a night game, in 17. At Notre Dame last year. There's not one significant road victory. I'd say his best road win, maybe, is Northwestern last year. A team that won a very weak Big Ten West, slid into Indy, and just wasn't all that great. That's his best road win. Until something changes, I'm not going to sit here and say, Michigan's for real. It's just not true. It's not a fact. I like facts. A matter of fact, not only are they not winning the big games to get to the championship, they're not winning meaningful road games against good opponents. Sorry, not sorry. It's the truth. So as we sit here on a Saturday and Michigan travels to Wisconsin, a team who is clicking on all cylinders right now, 110 
to zero in their first two games. Feeling confident. Has a Heisman Trophy hopeful at running back. You have to win this game. You have to prove, yes, we can win big games on the road. We can travel to Wisconsin and win. We can go at Penn State on a night game and win against a ranked opponent. And we can beat everybody else. And then now let's talk about Ohio State. Until those big road wins happen, I'm not sold. You're not getting me. You're not getting me on this. You're not, you're not fooling me on the hype. So we'll see. Maybe it will be different today. Odds are it ain't going to happen. On my picks on Trouble with the Snap podcast, I said 27 to 20 Wisconsin would win. Why did I say that? Because in the past, it makes sense for me to pick that way. Tough road game. Highly ranked opponent. I don't think they can get it done. Because they haven't. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feedback. Give me your comments on this. Would love to push the buttons with all you fans. Tell me how I'm wrong. How am I? I don't think you can really come up with an argument. Well, Michigan State, our defense is great. Mark D'Antonio's won championships. Uh, they're 22 and 19 the last three years. I would argue that most of you Spartan fans are Lions fans. Uh, Jim Caldwell has pretty much the best winning percentage between the two when he was the coach for the Lions. He made the playoffs. Mediocrity is what Michigan State football has been the last three years. It's just it. When you go 22-19, and 19, guys, when you lose to Arizona State, when you lose to Northwestern, when you lose to Nebraska, who was atrocious last year, how can I stand by and think that that team is anything worth talking about? How can I? Correct me. Come up with a valid argument on why I should believe in the product that is Michigan State football when they're 22 and 19 the last three years. I don't want to talk about 2015. You had a great quarterback in Connor Cook. He is not there no more. Michigan, you haven't won a meaningful road game. You haven't went to Indy. Correct me and say why I should be excited about this football team or program. Help me out. So I'm going to sit back and throughout the year, I'm going to stay in the straight line. I'm not going to go too high or go too low. I'm going to stay in the middle on both teams. Until I see something different. Until Harbaugh makes it to Indy. I ain't buying it. Until Michigan State proves, you know what, we can go back to where we were. I ain't buying it. So help me out. Give me some comments. Tell me why I'm a jerk. Tell me why I'm wrong here. Getting Life and Ball podcast. We give your game life. You can listen on Spotify, of course. 
on the show. Share it. Like. And yeah, let's have a conversation. I'm all for it. Thanks again for tuning in.